calf and feeder cattle prices continued mostly higher last week. Wholesale beef prices ran out of steam, although at lofty levels. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point for August 31st, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Early week support stemming from the most recent cattle on feed report was short-lived last week as volatile outside markets and notions of a top in wholesale beef values helped pressure cattle futures. Reports of a slower packing pace due to mechanical problems at various plants added uncertainty. USDA's Agricultural Marketing Service reported just 48,176 head traded direct in the five area regions. Even so, improving supply side fundamentals remain. As mentioned in last week's price point, Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, pointed out in his weekly market comments that August was the sixth consecutive month of declining feedlot inventories down 8.5% over that period compared to an average decline of 6.2% the previous five years. On Monday, analysts with the Livestock Marketing Information Center also suggested in the latest Livestock Monitor that the calf crop may be smaller than projected in the mid-year USDA cattle report given the year-over-year decrease in lightweight July placements while high calf prices, high feed costs, and the drought would have led many to expect an increase in the lightweight category. Live cattle futures closed an average of $3.21 lower through the front four contracts week-to-week on Monday, from $0.85 lower to $6.20 lower in almost spent spot August, and then they were up an average of $0.16. Last week, Live prices were at $122 to $123 a hundredweight in the Southern Plains, while live sales were at $128 in Nebraska and the Western Corn Belt. Dress prices were at $202 to $208. The average five area direct fed steer price last week was $0.27 cents higher on a live basis at $125.74 and $3.77 higher in the beef at $204.45. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at CAFnews.net. There's an insightful look at the notion of basing the cash-fed cattle market on a cutout-derived live price equivalent, discussion about the rhetoric surrounding cattle and climate change, and strategies to prevent shipping fever, and lots more. Take a look. Cash calf prices continued their contra-seasonal trend higher last week, while demand remained strong for feeder weight cattle. Nationwide, steers and heifers sold steady to $3.100 weight higher, with some $5 to $7 higher in the Northern Plains, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Auction, direct, and video internet receipts of 291,900 head were significantly less than the previous week and year. 
Some of that likely had to do with extreme heat across the Midwest and Plains. As available yearling supplies dwindle, AMS analysts point out spring-born bulling calves are in the current offering from the northern plains to the southeast and buyers are currently willing takers. However, as daily temperatures begin to swing across a wide range, they say buyers will look for more calves with two rounds of shots and that have been weaned 45 to 60 days. Feeder cattle futures retain most of the previous week's strong gains, but closed an average of $1.58 lower week to week on Monday, from $0.70 lower to $3.25 lower in new spot September. Corn futures applied some pressure. They closed an average of $0.6.6 higher through the new crop contracts week to week on Monday, and that was with those contracts falling an average of $0.10.5 on Monday in response to barging uncertainty spawned by Hurricane Ida. The CME feeder cattle index was $3.83 higher week-to-week on Friday at $159.56 underweight. In his weekly market comments, Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, explained stronger prices suggested by feeder cattle futures are helping keep cash prices higher for lighter weight calves than would be normally expected this time of year. Wholesale beef values appeared to top last week, with Labor Day purchases mostly in the books. Choice box beef cutout value was $5.25 lower week-to-week on Monday at $342.78 hundredweight. Select was $6.85 lower at $312.55. Steer byproduct value was $0.22 higher at $15.29 hundredweight. However, Griffith points out beef and cold storage at the end of July was the least since November of 2014 when slaughter was light and beef prices were elevated. Strong beef prices in the current market are again what is reducing the quantity of beef and cold storage, Griffith says. He explains generally 91% or more of the beef and cold storage is boneless beef, which is primarily made up of grinding beef. As is evident in wholesale beef prices, Beef demand remains strong and continues to support higher prices. This strong demand and strong prices will likely continue to result in beef and cold storage remaining below year-ago levels. USDA increased expectations for U.S. beef exports during the current fiscal year. In the latest outlook for U.S. agricultural trade, compared to the last quarterly report, Projected U.S. beef export value increased $800 million to $8.4 billion on higher unit values and volumes to China, Mexico, and South Korea. However, next year, USDA expects beef exports to be $100 million less than this year due to lower exportable supplies. More broadly, projected export value for U.S. livestock, dairy, and poultry increased $2.2 billion to $36.4 billion due to increases in all product groups except pork. Forecast total U.S. agricultural export values this year increased $9.5 billion from the previous estimate to $173.5 billion, mainly due to higher livestock, poultry, and dairy exports, as well as the adoption of a new definition of agricultural products. U.S. agricultural exports next year were projected $4.0 billion higher than this year 
at $177.5 billion. According to ERS analysts, the global COVID-19 pandemic remains the primary factor affecting economic activity across the globe. The prevalence of the Delta variant has renewed concerns over pandemic-induced pressure on public health infrastructures, softening consumer spending, and global supply chain recovery. Despite these economic challenges, they note that employment statistics and consumer confidence have remained strong, pointing to a continued economic recovery through the end of this year. World real gross domestic product is projected to increase by 5.7% for the remainder of this year and then increase by 4.6% next year. Growth projections for real U.S. GDP this year were raised to 6.2% from the previous estimate of 5.8%. And that's your CAF News price point for August 31st. This is Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.